We are the creators of reality. Those who have mastered perseverance, those who thrive despite attempts to thwart us, those who make magic at the root of the very trees they hung us from. We are the mountains and the rivers. We are the sun and the moon. We are sand and gems. We are the first and the final. We be big and small. We be light and dark. We be seasoned and youthful. We be sensual and sacred. Those gifted and divine. Those powerful and radical. Those vibrant and ancestral. We are the creators of reality. We are the Black Oasis. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Black Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Kaya Supreme, and this is the place where we lay it all down. Today's guest is so vibrant, (laughs) so light, so loving, but so full of panache. He has this fierce, fiery kind of quality that only the, the really special people get to see because he's just also extremely calm and chill. He's extremely gifted, extremely talented. He's a wonderful vocalist. I mean, we sing in the choir together. And so every single time that he's had the mic and done a solo, his energy just zaps everybody in the room. It literally captivates. And when I first met him, he was on the motivational speaking tip. And he has the gift of gab. Okay, ladies, gentlemen, non-gender conforming friends, I introduce you to the admirable, phenomenal, Fine, vibrant, ebullient, Grant, aka Uzochi. Wow, I'm so glad to be here. First of all, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I feel like I'm on the Tamron Hall show. <laughs> they go introduce me like that. I'm sitting with Kai Supreme, baby. I'm loving it. Thank you for having me. First of all, you take me out. I re- like I have to contain myself because if you gas me up just a little bit, I'm gonna go over, and I need to stay grounded. I've got to stay grounded. Where's my lighter? Well, thank you for being here. Um, I just, I really want to affirm you, showcase you to anyone who's watching because I think you're worthy. I think you deserve it, and I really appreciate just the relationship we've been able to cultivate over the years. How I've watched you grow and transform, and and um, and just 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 be all of the the jazz that you are. You're all that jazz. So why don't you just start off by telling people a little bit about who you are, who you be. What does Uzochi be? How has it impacted your life? Give us the little synopsis. Wow. This is the part where I fear that I'm about to start rambling. (laughs) Ramble, it's fine. Like, it could be you. You're good. Start, right? There's so much. Um, First, I, I guess I would just say that, like, like I am love. Like I got a lot of heart. You know, I've moved with my heart a lot. And sometimes, you know, um, I get a little scared, right? To just be me, to be, you know, all the vibrant things that love is and even the things that you said about me. But I realized that um like yo, sometimes oh well with Ozochi, Ozochi being my name. Like God's way is my way. So that's kind of my, my reminder, um, you know, to be fully like myself and to just trust the uh, inner me that guides me. Mm-hmm. It's a, 
sense. Um, <laughs> I am from Savannah, Georgia, right? And you know, Seaport in the house. Um, I am a product of the illustrious Morehouse College, which really shaped me and was a really um, nurturing space for just like my consciousness. And I think that's the big thing about me. Like, I'm a little, I'm a little deep. <laughs> I like talking about the universe and the stars yeah. and thinking about, um, you know, history and, you know, um, things that affect us, our psychology, talking about black issues, all the things that, you know, matter and just that cause humanity to thrive, right? To flourish. Um, I'm in love with human flourishing and just, you know, being one. So that, I mean, that's really about like who I am. That's why I started off saying that, like, I'm love. I don't, Sometimes I get caught up on like calling out acc- accolades and stuff like that because I mean, is that really who you are? No, no, no. But you know, I've done a few things. Like I said, I've, I've gotten a business degree from Morehouse. Um, I am creative. I'm into marketing right now, um, and I do love to sing. <laughs> <laughs> and I am single. So what's up? <laughs> okay, single out here in these streets. You know what? Listen. <laughs> single, single movement people there's a lot of stigma that comes along with dating in Atlanta and I know that you know the truth of the matter is um everybody's single no not everybody a lot of people are single and there's a lot of people to, to meet and, and it's, it's it's hard it's hard but listen we got faith we got hope and we attract the right kind of people into That's our it. space and, and everybody is either going to be a lesson or a blessing. And either way, it's a blessing. So you have a business degree, you're in marketing, and you're from Savannah, Georgia. And I had the pleasure of going to Savannah, Georgia. I think it was last summer um, with some friends that we know, Tembeko Ching and um, oh. Keith Lang. Yeah, so we, we, we went to Savannah and, um, and I actually went again this summer and it was like so beautiful it was it was so beautiful it was so nice the food i had the best see i'm a seafood head i had the best seafood i've ever had and that's saying a lot because i'm from maryland and we do seafood and i just wonder and i I went there to do a spiritual ritual right and i went there to honor uh olakun and yemoja and um these different african orishas and i went there specifically for the water and to kind of get my healing and, and all this stuff and so i mean i think about you right and i think about you being from savannah and how you really do have like this heavy spiritual energy already embedded in like the way you move the way you talk like you're tapped in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's anybody in the room who you need to, like, catch an eye with, it's you. Like, you are on, you're on it. And so I just wonder, like, how did growing up in Savannah kind of, like, contribute to shaping that energy and, and coming out, you know, that 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 release and that walking in your spirit authentically? My goodness. I was born by the riverside, baby. Let me tell you something. I spoke to my grandmother on Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. And my conversation with her provides the perfect answer. Um, but first, I'll, I'll start with what you said, just about the beauty that Savannah is, right? So Savannah was is a port city, right? And it's where a lot of like slaves came through. And let me tell you something, that historic district that you've seen, and that was so beautiful, we built that, right? Yeah. We constructed mm-hmm. that and it was excellent and it's still beautiful to this day. So mm-hmm. that's where I come from. That's what I'm a part of, just excellence and beauty. And um, 
I think those are characteristic of like of God. So you know, I come from a God-fearing family, and um, it's I think yeah, God honors our faithfulness, right? Yeah. So I, I think I was kind of bred in that to be you know faithful to something, to be devoted you know to excellence, to righteousness. Um, and as I grew, grew, and especially went to Morehouse, um, that expanded because you know, of course, being uh, understanding God and inviting spirituality into your life is a big bigger than like religion, you know. Way bigger. Um, <laughs> way bigger. <laughs> way bigger, actually. So that's my roots, right? Um, mm-hmm. I was just in a tradition of uh, holiness, right, and you know, excellence, um, and so. I definitely have my family to thank for that. I hope that I answered the question. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I mean, really, honestly, more than than I knew, because I, I was not, like, I knew Savannah was a port, uh, but I, I was not aware of the historical significance, especially as it pertains to Black people throughout the diaspora. So, whoa, you just blew my mind. Um, number two, you know, now it just makes even more sense that you're bred out of a place that's just so rich. Like, I mean, the ancestry, the spiritual energy that you're, that you, that you were bred and, and, and walking, I mean, like, and it just speaks to like your cool, breezy vibe because you were like, I don't yeah. know. like, you know, like if I was if I was birthed and I grew there, like I would be super chill too. Yes. Um, but let's talk about how you've cultivated your spirituality, right? And how you got to that place where you were willing to like break out of any kind of restrictions that you know, because we grow up like this happens for for all people. We are birthed into the ideology of our household right and we are birthed into the lineage that we come from and our spirit gets the opportunity or hopefully we'll get the opportunity to explore who we might be outside of what people put on us right and so like what has been your process what's your journey been like of deciding and defining grant uzochi for who grant uzochi is outside of what anyone else says yeah definitely great question um, first, um, I can say that a lot of that transformation took place in during the years that I was in college. Um, I would say that it really began with philosophy, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, philosophy is like really understanding what you believe, why you believe it, interrogating what you believe is true. Mm-hmm. you know understanding like morals and stuff like that um and so i think philosophy was the catalyst because it was a it was a course um that you know required that sort of thinking however part of me was also self-realizing that and so it was the catalyst because it kind of took what i had already begun to self-realize and really affirmed it and made it make sense yeah. right like it's okay to rethink about to unbuckle from all your beliefs and think about what needs to be buckled, what makes sense, what's true to you, and what's just ultimately true. So it started there. Um, and as it pertains, to, you know, to growing up, holiness, Pentecostal, <laughs> maybe like deep in the, you know, in the righteousness, right? Um, walking in the way. Um, there was... Um, a lot of things that I had to think about for myself. So as we talk about identity, one of the major things really that is inextricable from that story 
is regarding like my you know sexuality and my affectionality like um i struggled a lot while being a teenage christian um because of you know obviously what the the bible says about um you know sexuality or at least what the holiness and pentecostal tra- uh, traditions are uh, interpreted to mean and how mm-hmm. you know, um target it can make those people feel right and unsure of themselves and so a lot of of college i kind of was unsure of you know how could i <laughs> you know be you know queer and christian how does that work um when, when everyone around me is saying that like this is wrong and essentially like i'm out of favor with with god right mm. however the self-realized part had always you know, realized or knew that, you know, if I'm actually abominable in the eyes of God, then it would stand to reason that I might not be so blessed, mm. I might be so healthy, that I, <laughs> I might not experience so much joy in my life. I might not experience so much, you know, things of wonder because, I mean, why don't else what, you know, God, like, let me drive out there. Of course, people say, you know, you have free will, but it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. It made no sense whatsoever. Math was not mathing. It wasn't mathing. And in fact, I knew because we speak about, you know, if, if I had already invited the Holy Spirit to reside in me, right? Yeah. And I never felt um, attacked by, you know, by the Holy Spirit, which was inside of me. There was never any um, hostility that I experienced from God is really what I'm saying. In my relationship with God, I never felt wrath. I never felt discord or conflict. The conflict that I experienced was me believing that it, that there that there excuse me that it was there. Mm. The conflict that I experienced was believing that there was conflict at all. Mm. And I realized that I never experienced hate, right, or the wrath of God from what I understood to be, you know, God. I'd experienced it from people though. People, yeah. And so it began to make sense again back in college in philosophy where I'm saying, okay what's really universal what's true outside of and understanding you know what the bible is what is religion how do we get here you know thousands of years later from all of these ancient texts you know i had to understand number one that the bible is not quite the un the, the unadulterated infallible word of god it is the inspired word of god and it is in fact written by people right who are subject to um you know layers of conditioning yeah um, be it homophobia, mm-hmm. be it misogyny, mm-hmm. be it racism, mm-hmm. and it's been shaped, you know, all throughout history. And so that's why I love again all of those subjects, right? Because I, I had to fall in love with like learning, because um, in that way I was falling in love with like truth. And I think that was again just like about knowing yourself, and that's kind of why I opened up with that, you know. Well, that was a beautiful time. That was a beautiful time. Um, and then just in short, you know, how I got to this space of. I finally was able to get to a space of reconciliation of being a Christian and being an adult who's queer because I realized that baby I'm gospel to the bone that's my tradition that's my heritage and I'm proud about that that's also who I am right that's what's boy <laughs> baby oh my shot nice <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but I realized that listen in all of humanity we're really searching for truth and in the Bible, there's plenty of truths, right? You have to understand that some things are metaphorical, da 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 but all in all, it's pointing to truth. 
And there are many things that I can take from the Christian tradition that ultimately reinforce um, just my um, wellness, you know, me being uh, kept and healthy and all those things that just reinforce a, a positive walk. And so, yeah, I mean, so I stand on that. Um, and that's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> First of all, if this if I'm an abomina- abomination, then why am I so blessed? Did you that, say, what are you done after that? <laughs> okay. I was at that point. Okay. Because that's the word right there. You know what? Because I mean, this is the truth of the matter. I, I, unfortunately, people have this sickness, this illness, and I, I know where it comes from. It comes from the majority, as it be, feeling inferior. And when people feel inferior, they need to make other people feel inferior. Misery loves company, right? But I wonder if we realize just how much we pick people apart for the things they can't control, right? How much we pick people apart for the way their life unfolds in spite of their blessings, in spite of their righteousness, in spite of the the, 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 the spiritual power they may possess. Like if you're a fat person, right? And I say fat because I know people don't like that word and I'm gonna say it anyway, because why does it have to be bad? If you're a fat person, the judgment and the shame that could come along with that, the 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 othering that a person can experience, right? If you are, there are people, I mean, I, things I didn't even think about, right? People who tend to be more petite in size, right? People, like, I don't know, people know they carry a bag. <laughs> they carry a bag of struggles and challenges that they experience. And we had, don't even realize the things that we say in everyday life that could be othering them and, and, and so we actually cause people to have to go through a process of reconciliation everywhere. Like we we were we we cause that. Yeah. We cause people who are no matter what skin complexion they have, you know, like we cause them to have to like come up out that bag. Right. And stand in their power and I'm just hoping that maybe one day we can learn to stop doing that. <laughs> just like let people be great, you know? <laughs> Just let people be great, but you know, I think it's not robbery that you that you got the opportunity to free yourself, right? To to reconcile being an adult queer Christian, right? To 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 really be proud because some people they transition without ever having that that yeah. that experience, whatever having that right, and so that that means something really powerful about there's something that you're supposed to do. And what do you think that is? What do you think your purpose is in this life? Oh my goodness. I don't want to invite that question. <laughs> respond to it as if it's just the most wonderful thing that I have an answer to. Because <laughs> it always feels so big of a question. What is my purpose, right? Like, it could be many um, things, you know. We don't have, it doesn't have to be like one singular thing, but you know. Correct. Of it, you know? Yeah, I do. I do think that's the beautiful thing is that it doesn't have to be just one thing. Um, um, I think judging by the way that conversations like these give me, you know, lightness and life. Um, I think a part of my purpose is in helping to free others in the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another component of my purpose is... I think it's it's simple actually. I think it's to experience like happiness. Yeah. Um, to experience 
you know, beauty just as it is like here, you know, on earth. I think our people went through, you know, a lot, <laughs> obviously, where they might not have, you know, lived a life that felt anything like that or seen, yeah. you know, experienced anything like that. Yeah. Experience happiness, joy, you know what I mean? Uh, security, health, wellness, to be in love with life, you know, to be in love with just being, to have no need for a purpose, <laughs> I think is a part of my purpose. Like, it's, it's just about, you know, um, being able to be, I think I'm, I think I'm destined or whatever, like to, to, to just be into, um, enjoy life. I think that's really what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, to help free others to do the same thing. Mm. Um, I'm also very creative. Right. And so, (laughs) yes, yes. Um, and so there must be some things that I can create that might help <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> be <Awesome>. it. <laughs> yes, it must be. Uh, be it through cultivating spaces, environments, you know, through aesthetics that, that do that. People often come into my home and feel like it's theirs. They feel at peace. They feel warm. Um, I can really tap into things that are visually compelling in terms of maybe media, video, um, things like that. So, um, you know, even with like acting, I think there's something about being able to just tap into the emotions through various media, right? So be it, you know, acting or like I said, just video content, whatever, um, motivational speaking, you know, all of those avenues, I think that's another, that those are some of my creative skills and passions that I think I can use to do that same thing as well. Um, and then lastly, I do think, um, on purpose also to heal. I've always felt purpose to heal. Mm. Um, really, 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 I can't believe I forgot that, but like, um, you know, I, I think there's different ways to kind of practice healing, even if it's like through touch or through, you know, food or through conversations. Right. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel purpose to, to help others to heal. Yeah. I, I see that all over you. You know, yeah. I don't want to sleep on like saying like, oh, I was created to enjoy life. That's major. Because like mm-hmm. you said, we come from a history of people who didn't always get that luxury. Mm-hmm. And that is their dream for us. <laughs> it's, to, it's for right. us to, to exist in a way where we're not bombarded and burdened with the stress and can I also say this yes the, sh- the stress and the pressure to be someone mm-hmm. that's stressful in and of itself and that's really kind of what I was trying to articulate I don't have to be anything I don't have to be anywhere I just have to be <laughs> like literally I do now of course you know we, we're also part of a societal system so mm-hmm. for me to do some things like you know go to work or you know whatever be responsible in whatever ways that I can have a a healthy life in a, in, a, in a safe life, whatever, inside of the system. But ultimately, I don't have to be needed. I don't have to do anything. Not a darn thing. Yeah. Just be, because being you is enough. Yeah. It's enough. I mean, truly, you know, like, you and your collection of experiences mashed together with your essence and your energy is enough to give somebody what they need. 
mm-hmm. you know like we're just here living in the ecosystem i'm getting real yeah. third eye with it but like living in the ecosystem doing our product the water doesn't worry about like is it watering <laughs> enough <laughs> what has the giraffe ever felt like oh my god i need to be the safari's <laughs> next top model <laughs> like what? am i giraffe enough like no <laughs> It's doing what it's supposed to do. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Kaya, come yes. on. I'm in the right room. You are in the right room, honey. So <laughs> um I I I ask everyone this question um because I really love the responses and I also know that I, I want to show how on the same page we all are. Black people from all different walks of life. Yes, you can be black and from different walks of life. We are not a monolith. So I ask everyone this question and this question is, if you could have one wish for black people that came true tomorrow, one wish for black people, what would it be? Just one. Ooh, that came true tomorrow. Mm. Go to sleep and wake up and boom. Wow. <laughs> That's some power right there. <laughs> oh, first of all, I wonder what people say. Um, I think hmm. Okay, there's two ways that I think I want to go with this. <laughs> Do your thing. There's two ways I think I want to go with this. And thank you for allowing me just a little time to think. Yeah, take your time. Because if I'm speaking for the people, <laughs> for my people, it's got to be right. It's got right. to be right. I'm just fly by night thing. Yeah. I really wish everybody had the best care <laughs> Um, And if we all had a million dollars, we might blow it all on Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> well, I don't know if that's also wise, mm. but I do think there's something about knowing um ourselves i think that i'm like kind of drawn to knowing and loving ourselves kind of being free um i hate to be redundant or kind of say some of the things that i just said but like i think okay i'll make it simple (laughs) so in that morning when black people wake up we would no longer see ourselves, refer to ourselves, or call um, other Black people niggas. I think mm. that would be my wish. I tried not to say it. I tried to dance. <laughs> that would be my wish if we, if we literally did it. Because then it, it's, it's over, right? We, we no longer do it. And then it's no longer even okay for other people to say it for real because it's just not a part of us anymore um <laughs> dang no one has said that yeah i mean it's a catalyst i mean you talk about like how do you move forward from certain things like i do feel like that's one thing that just doesn't help i'm not saying that it solves everything i'm really not mm-hmm. but you know it's one thing that is not helpful at the end of the day it's not helping the you know the, the problem along no, it's not reducing any type of internalized self-hatred. You know, yeah. it's not, I mean, yeah. it's not, we don't need it. And the fact that we fight for it, because I know that we fight for it. Oh my God. I get for it, like, nah, I can call my friend that. Like, 
it's an term of endearment. You my nigga. Like, like, what does it do for you though? Like, like, why is it? You have. We have to ask ourselves, why are we fighting for it? That's scary. There's a few things we have to ask ourselves. Yes. That's 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 the power of conditioning. Yes. Truly, to where you will have been oppressed for so long that now you feel like you need it. That's like somebody who got beat every day, right? And then they're liberated from that abuse. And then they go find a way to get beat some more. Actually, they just start beating themselves because they miss the feeling of the, you know, like we don't think that that's, that's what that yes. is. That's conditioning. That, that is truly what that is. Yeah. Yes, black people are resilient. Yes, we can take chitlins and make them a, we can take pig guts and make them a cuisine. We can we can take all the things you threw out and make a gourmet. Just because we can doesn't yeah. mean that it's healthy. Yes, yes, yes. You ain't gonna survive long on them, uh, on all that soul food, right? Good as it feels, right? Yep. You're not gonna say, and and our, I don't think that we really truly desire a culture that stems from our oppression. I don't think we desire that. We mm-hmm. have that. We created that because we are resilient. But I don't think if we had our choice that we would choose that. Yes, yes, yes. And I think there must um, be a way to honor our oppression, but also to not be so focused on it that even in our attempts to be free and to be liberated, that it always is so stemmed and attached to just like oppression. Like you gotta see yourself free just because you're free, not just because you're free from a, from white supremacy. Like that's ha- that's only half the battle. I promise it's really only half the battle because so much as you're there, like you're still conditioned within that stress. Like you're not free because of, you know, a post-racial society or whatever. Like, no, you're just free because you are. And I know that's kind of a, Maybe a touchy thing, right? No, it's not touchy. Well, not for me. I and mean, if anybody who's listening, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I said, was that is that clear? What I'm yeah, a hundred percent clear. A hundred percent. I think that was a phenomenal answer. Thank you. Um, so just let people know, like, like you said, you are creative, right? Let people know, um, what services that you're offering, how they can get in contact with you. How can they get a little bit of that, that Uzochi flair? <laughs> Thank you for that question. <laughs> um, well, 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 I will say that the first thing I'm looking for, here. I'm going to just pop this up into the screen real quick. Here's my contact information for the people. <laughs> So we got Grant McKenzie here. I don't. I really don't know if he's facing the right way, but Grant McKenzie is my handle for all of my major social media: Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. For some people, <laughs> um, <laughs> but but for the business, um, that's also my email, my Gmail. So um, I think the first step in kind of moving into some of the passion work that I spoke about before is voiceover work. So I'm available for voice. Um, for I'm available for a voice talent is needed um, mm. with uh, a script for a cartoon character, for a commercial, for a movie trailer, for a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, if you want me to be your um, the, your audible guy, you know, I can read your book for you. <laughs> you know, however you want. I, I have many um, <laughs> layers to my voice. I have a very dynamic voice. <laughs> pull on emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give excited, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but yes, um, those are the ways. Grant McKenzie, everything, even my email down to the Gmail, Instagram. It's Grant McKenzie. That's M C K E N Z Y E. Boom. First of all, 
sir. <laughs> that was good. Y'all, do you see that excellent? That was excellence right there. He has a graphic with his information on it. Look as it go. <laughs> if you want excellence in your film, on your on your audible book reading, if you want excellence, this is what you need right here. That yep. is what you need. Look, look. <laughs> oh God. Sir, you know what? <laughs> You're taking me out. <laughs> this is be too good to my spirit because I love it. He's always sharp. Always head to toe. Sharp. Doesn't play any games. And I think that exude that that tells you that he loves himself, has a standard of care for himself. But when a person loves themselves, they will love you. When a person loves themselves, they will love and honor you because they know what it takes in order to support and sustain beauty and excellence. And he does that. So mm. hit him up, hit him up, hit him up. Thank you so much for being on Black Oasis. I love you. This it has cool. been amazing, amazing, amazing. And I wish nothing but increased territory prosperity love 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 peace 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 mm -hmm. and no foolishness coming your way ever thank you thank you thank you <laughs> you're so welcome i receive it i sure all right well ladies and gentlemen thank you all for watching and listening to black oasis you can continue to support by visiting blackoasis.org or following on all social media at Black Oasis ATL. I am your host, Kaya Supreme. And until next time, stay Black, but you don't really have a choice. And lucky you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>